as board members, it's really important to recognize that you determine the direction that the organization should be going and you determine how it should get there. This is the Board of Directors Coaching Podcast by Get In Motion Entrepreneurs. Here you will find experts, coaches, and influencers in the nonprofit world. They will share their experiences and memories to help you fulfill your organization's mission. Let's raise our standards to ensure we make our communities better, one board meeting at a time. Now is the best time to embrace your organization's mission. Let's get started. Welcome to today's session in our board certificate training series. This is part of our ongoing work to improve the capacity and leadership in our nonprofit community. Today, we want to focus on one of the key skills uh, areas for board members, and that is understanding their organizational responsibilities. I'm going to go over about 10 items today. Uh, and I'll spend a little bit of time with each one. Uh, each one of these is essential so that the board operates in a way that not only uh, uh, gives the organization the leadership that it needs, but also that helps the board member to fully participate and enjoy that experience. So let's get going. Uh, first of all, one of the things that the board is responsible for uh, is setting the tone for the organization. The way we do that is by examining and setting the mission and the purpose of the work that the organization does. As board members, it's really important to recognize that you determine the direction that the organization should be going and you determine how it should get there. Um, one of the key things that a board should do periodically is to take a look at the mission statement and decide two things. One, is this the mission that we want this organization to be involved in? And two, is that mission really accomplishing what we want to see happen in the communities uh, and the clients that we serve? And so the board has the not only opportunity, but a responsibility to, to look closely at exactly what the mission is and is this organization on mission. And so uh, as a board member, please don't be shy about looking at whether or not that should be changed because in reality, it's more important to do the right thing than it is to do the thing that we've always done. The second thing I'd like to cover is that the board is also responsible for selecting uh, the chief executive. Now, hopefully, as you join a board, you already have a CEO in place, but it's important to remember that one of the key responsibilities of the board is the hiring of the right person to take that ship where you want it to go. And so it's very important as board members that you know a little bit more about uh, the CEO. It shouldn't just be uh, that you see them at the meetings. It's a great idea to uh, get out with them, have a cup of coffee, uh, maybe at least once a quarter, and just uh, get to know them as people, allow them to get to know you better, because you want to make sure that you understand uh, what the intention and motivation of the CEO is, 
And what are some of the things that they want to try to accomplish? And you want to know how you can help to make that happen. Uh, you also want to make sure it's, it's the right person, that, that what they're doing uh, is good. So you, you want to pick uh, a CEO that has not just uh, the experience, but the intention uh, that will take you into the future. The third thing I want to talk about is, uh, as a board, responsibility to the organization is to provide proper financial oversight. Now, uh, this is one of the things I think that we see in almost every board meeting, right? We get those financial reports. And I have to be honest, I've been on boards for a while. And there were times when I wasn't as uh, attentive to what the financial report said. But as I, I began to understand my responsibilities as a board member, I'm not looking to nitpick, you know, did we spend, you know, 10 cents versus 12 cents on paper clips? But what I do want to make sure of is that the organization is financially sound, that the organization is moving in a direction that will allow it to be sustainable, and that if we have additional opportunities, that we look at what the cost and the benefit of uh, trying to go after those opportunities is. And so uh, one of the things that we get to do as board members uh, in this financial oversight role is uh, certainly look at and critique the annual budget. I think that's one of the biggest things that we get to do as board members. And in order to do that, you know, we have to, again, have a good insight uh, into what is this budget going to accomplish? Is uh, Are all of the items that are there contributing to uh, making that happen? Are there any items there that are not? And is it adequate to make sure that everything that we want to see happens? And then we also have to make sure uh, as part of our financial responsibilities that the proper financial controls are in, in place. You know, for many organizations, depending on what your income is, uh, you may have to have an audit. And so one of the things auditors look at is financial controls. But even if you don't have an audit, you still should understand what the financial policies, procedures, and practices are for your organization so that you are sure to uh, that we aren't in a position for anything uh, untoward or illegal to happen uh, as we uh, go forward as an organization. So we want to make sure that proper financial controls are in place and safeguards to prevent embezzlement or prevent someone from even unintentionally just making mistakes that need to be avoided. So for my fourth point, uh, as far as these organizational responsibilities, uh, and, and it kind of follows on with the finances, is to ensure that the organization has adequate resources to do the work that it's supposed to do. You know, one of the things that happens a lot of times is we, we say, you know, our organization works on a shoestring. Well, for those of you who can imagine, if you were hanging uh, 20 feet up in the air, you wouldn't want to be holding on to a shoestring. And so it's important for us as board members to make sure we have a, a little bit something more substantial than just a shoestring. So we shouldn't always be trying to focus on getting the least expensive solution 
sometimes we need to make sure that we pay for quality because quality may help us to produce excellence. And so, again, as a board, um, it's important not to underprice what we do. It's important to understand what the cost of the work is that we do, the full cost. Sometimes uh, with funders, uh, you run in situations where they say, well, we fund the program, but not the organization. Well, you can't carry out the program without the organization. And so if that's the case, you may sometimes want to say, thank you, but no thank you. That's not really a wise decision. You know, if you had a business uh, and you weren't getting paid for the rent of the building that you're in, but only for buying meat to make sandwiches, you couldn't stay in business very long. And that's going to happen. The same thing will happen in your nonprofit. So it's really important to recognize that quality does count, that you get what you pay for a lot of times. So if you want good people, you have to pay them adequate wages. It's not always important that you, you know, pay minimum. You may want to make sure that if you want to get a good person and keep them, that you, you may have to pay them accordingly. Because remember, we're not just competing against other nonprofits. We're competing against the for-profit market as well. And if we really want the best and the brightest and most talented people to work for our organizations, then it's going to be important for us to pay them accordingly. So when we say it's your job to ensure adequate resources, we also hope that, that you will support the organization. And so please um, keep in mind uh, quality counts. And then the, the next point I want to make, which I, I think is very important, and it, it kind of goes back to what we said about the financial controls, that you really want to ensure that legal and ethical integrity uh, of, of the organization and all that it does, right? Uh, in today's uh, world, trust is critical. You know, one of the things we've asked people is what's the most important thing about uh, an organization and its transparency and what it does so that we know we can trust that organization. So you want to make sure that everything you do is above board. Everything that you do is ethical. I remember John Maxwell teaching a leadership lesson one time said that the best time to think about ethics is before you need it. So as board members, you want to talk a little bit about, do we have a code of ethics for the board and for the organization? Do we have a charter for uh, our values and, and how we operate as an organization? And you want to know what those are. And then you want to ask people, are we practicing what we put on paper? Because it's one thing to say, that we will do something, it's a different thing to actually carry it out. I remember one of my early bosses shared with me a, a idea that had become a mantra over the years. And he said, you don't get what you expect, you get what you inspect. So it's going to be important for you, again, as board members, not just to come to a board meeting, but to keep up with what's going on in the organization. It's not your job to tell staff what to do. But it's okay for you to visit and to see how they operate and to ask questions of the executive director regarding certain things so that you're sure that you're, you're maintaining the public trust. Our next point, point number six, I believe, is going to be to ensure 
the planning for the organization. Effective planning takes place. And so many organizations create what we call a strategic plan. And a lot of times uh, they create it once and then they never do it again. The strategic plan is an operating document. It should be looked at on a regular basis. What is it that we want to accomplish over the next two to five years? Some people have strategic plans that are for three years. Some people have strategic plans that are for five years. But the basic idea of a strategic plan is what are the key goals that we want to accomplish as an organization? What are the indicators uh, that we use to measure whether or not we're actually achieving those goals? And how are we doing in reaching the targets that we set for those indicators? It is very important as a board member to maybe have a scorecard or dashboard that just lets us know if we're actually in progress working on some of the things that are on the strategic plan and how successful we have been in actually reaching our goals. Have we been uh, delayed by uh, something external to our organization and how are we going to adapt to that change? We just don't want things to to fall uh, to the wayside. We want to make sure as board members that we have a planning process, that we review it at least annually to make sure that we're uh, on track. And then that as necessary changes come along, that we would put together plans to uh, deal with the new situations. For our uh, seventh point, I want to point out that it's really important for you as a board member to help the growth and 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 the well-being of the board by suggesting people who might be additional benefit to the board as board members. You you should help in the recruiting of board members. First of all, uh, you you can bring people in who perhaps other people uh, wouldn't have access to. So if you have a friend who is very good in finance and you think that that skill might help the organization as it's trying to implement its programs and projects, then it'd be a great idea to just introduce them to the executive director, introduce them to your recruiting committee if you have one. And say, why don't you know? You just take a look, and if you have the time and can make the commitment, this might be something that would be interesting. And then you'll have a friend on the board. You know, it's a great thing to you know be working with someone who you can talk to about the work that you do. Uh, you know, uh, the executive director should not be looked at as the one who has to go out and get all of the board members. You should be. Uh, suggesting people either in your field or people who in the community you feel as stakeholders might be interested in trying to help your organization to advance and do a a better job. And then uh, for the eighth thing, I I just want to point out that you really want to, as you're you're out, you want to increase and enhance the public standing of the organization. Talk up your organization. Tell people how great it is. Let people know what you are doing. You know, you are the face of the organization. You are ambassadors for your organization. 
And so it really will help if you are be willing to say good things about the organization. I think one of the most important things that you can do is to make sure that the people in your organization know that you're proud of them. Let them know that you're out there telling people every day of the good work that they're doing. That will encourage them. That will help them to continue to try to uh, perform at a higher level. And, and it will bring better service to the community. Uh, almost to the end. And the ninth thing I want to talk about is that you really want to look at those programs and services that the organization is offering. And you want to help improve those programs. So if you know of a facility that might be available where your program might do better and you think that you can help them to navigate that journey to a new facility, then please, you know, share. Don't just sit back and say, well, you know, it's not my, my thing to do. Anything you can do to improve the program. Maybe you can help mentor someone. Maybe you can suggest uh, a new funding source. What, what you want to do is be as proactive as possible in contributing to the success of the organization. You know, you really want to enhance, you want to make suggestions, you want to, you know, share new things that you learn, because those things will always help you as a board member to do a better job, and it will definitely help your community to get better services. And then the final thing is that you really want to support the chief executive, your executive director or CEO. Uh, and you really want to give them uh, feedback on their performance. You know, um, the CEO often is doing a, a job and they're trying to do a good job, but it will help if you can uh, give them feedback. So as a board, at least once a year, you ought to do a performance assessment. But before you can do a good performance assessment, you need to come up with a performance plan in advance, set some expectations of what you want from the chief executive, and then at a period in the future, look at how well they met your expectations. Look at how well they performed those things you asked them to do. One thing you cannot do is uh, a gotcha where, you know, the CEO has been working very hard. And you come in and say, yeah, but you didn't do that. And it's like, when was I supposed to know that I needed to do that? So it's really important for you to have, uh, again, that dialogue. And that's why I suggested it might be good once a quarter, once a month, sit down with the CEO and just talk about how they're doing, share with them some of what you're looking at. It can help go a long way to making this a better organization. So those are my 10 things for today. Let me go back through them real quickly. It's determine the organization's mission and purpose, select the chief executive, provide proper financial oversight, ensure adequate resources, ensure legal and ethical integrity and maintain accountability, ensure effective organizational planning, recruit new board members and help with the orientation, uh, enhance the organization's public standing and determine, monitor, and strengthen the organization's programs and services, 
and finally support the chief executive and provide them with performance feedback. I want to thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you at our next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. We sincerely hope this program helps you to advance in your organization's mission. Please send us a message with the topics you would like to listen to. And if you would like to become a guest of the podcast, please visit our website and fill out the form at gogetinmotion.com. Embrace your organization's mission. Embrace the board. Embrace our communities. This is the Board of Directors Coaching Podcast by Get In Motion Entrepreneurs.